Welcome to the Solution Focus Schools Unlimited podcast series. My name is Dr. Linda Metcalf, and I'm the author of Counseling Toward Solutions, the first book published in 1995 that took the solution-focused approach into classrooms around the world in grades kindergarten through 12th grade. It is now being published for the third time, revised and updated by Routledge. For a copy, go to Routledge.com. I want to share with you all an article that I read on August the 1st in the Wall Street Journal. The article was written by Mark Oppenheimer, and the title was The Power of Purpose-Driven Schools. The subtitle was, To Engage Young People, Education Needs to Be About Religious or Social Values That Transcend Preparing for a Job. You know, how many times, maybe if you were a middle school or a high school counselor, have you heard parents say to you in fury at their son or daughter for not doing well in a class. What's he going to do when he gets to be 25 and he can't get a job? Doesn't he know that he needs to study math now so he can get a good job? And you and I may think to ourselves, you know, there's no way this kid is thinking about a job. He's 16 years old. He's interested in what's happening tomorrow night at the party. Sometimes I think we get so driven by thinking about kids achieving careers like we want them to, we forget about the day-to-day purpose that could happen in a classroom. I want to share a story with you that I heard just this week from a school counselor intern. She was telling me about a high school senior who was behind in credits, and so he did not get to graduate in May with the rest of his classmates. A virtual learner, he struggled with getting things done. He had a job at the airport at night, and so he he didn't always get his schoolwork done, but toward the end of the semester in early May, he was able to find enough time to finish up the three courses he needed to graduate. And he finished them up, and he turned his papers in to the three teachers who were teaching those three courses, and those three teachers decided to tell him, we're not going to grade this, you're just too late. Now, most, I think, students would be, you know, pretty put out with something like that. I mean, you know, it was only high school graduation, right? But this young man decided, well, I still want to go and graduate. So he went to summer school, and that's where he met my school counseling intern. And over the next few weeks in summer school, he did those assignments again, the same ones for those three courses and he finished them up and turned them in, and he passed them. Fortunately, I think he was taking the courses from different teachers, but he passed them. And so my school counselor, part of her job this summer was to talk to graduating seniors, and she was so, so happy that he graduated. And so she said, I'm intrigued by you and how it is you were able to go from a time when that must have been devastating that they wouldn't grade your papers to coming to summer school and finishing everything up. You know, what does this say about you? And he said that I have, I'm competent and I have hope. And I thought, wow, that's, that's rather deep. 
And she kept on talking to him about that, confident and hope. Wow. And so what is your plan? I mean, what are your best hopes for your future? She was using solution-focused approach. And he said, I want to be a pilot. So right now I work at night at the airport. I'm saving up money to pay for flying school. It's going to be a lot, but I've got a plan. And so I had to finish these courses. That student had a purpose, didn't he? The more that my school counseling intern talked to him, the more she learned about his desire to travel and take people across the world and show different people different places and how beautiful the the world was and how he wanted to see the world too. He had a passion too. Fortunately, he had a passion that couldn't be snuffed out by teachers who refused to grade his work. In the article, The Power of Purpose-Driven Schools by Mark Oppenheimer, in the Wall Street Journal on August the 1st, he talks about the fact that what if our students had a purpose more often? What if, as we taught various things such as math and science and all kinds of of other courses, that we, we make it to where it's much more than just learn this so you can graduate from high school and go on to college and find a good job and a career. What if he began or we began to start sharing with them the purpose behind that, behind learning something and doing a job well. And I I love reading this article because I started thinking about some of the questions in the solution-focused approach that I particularly enjoy asking people, particularly when they tell me their best hopes and they tell me their preferred future. I love saying, who's going to notice on that day when you come home with a good grade on your algebra test? Who's going to notice what, what will the teacher notice on the day that you go to class and you, you find a way to, to pay attention? I wonder what that would do for that teacher when she leaves the class that day and goes home to her family, knowing that on that day she had a class where she could teach the way she always wanted to teach and that you were a part of that. I wonder who's going to notice when you leave my office today and you go back to class and you find a way to get through that class, even though you're struggling. I wonder what your teacher will see you do that would tell her you're trying to get through it. And I wonder what it will mean to her to know that you're trying to do it with her help. In other words, helping our students to know that what they do affects other people can give them a purpose. It might even give them enough of a purpose to try out doing something new in their preferred future. And when they do, and they come back and they share with you what they did, I hope you will be all over that and saying, my goodness, what difference is this going to make for you? Who else will it make a difference for? Who else? What will others begin to see you do when you do more of this? And what will it do for them when they see you do it? What difference will it make for your dad when he comes home from work and he's tired again? And you come in and you say, Dad, you'll never guess what happened to me. I I got a really great grade in history and I'm going to get to do a project with my teacher. I wonder what that will do for your dad. What will he be thinking about? Kid may say, well, he'd be proud of me. I know, and as a result of being proud of you, how might he go to work the next day? And, and, and who do you think he's going to tell? And what's it going to be like for him? When they think about things like that, it gives them a purpose. 
And the solution-focused approach is all about that. You know, as you get started this coming school year, there may be some new initiatives. There always are, right? And there may be a lot of times when your faculty get together and they start thinking, well, we need this kind of program. We need another anti-bullying program. We need another program to find ways to get kids interested in math or science or better behavior. And so there they sit, the faculty, well-meaning faculty. They sit and they wonder and they try to come up with ideas and they may even Google it and come up with ideas of other programs that are working or people say they work. But you see, I think they're missing the whole idea because what they forget to do too often is ask students. Over the summer, I've watched several Facebook pages of principals who are looking for ways to increase school spirit. So they would post things on Facebook. And I admit, I'm, I'm one of those people that kind of watches. And I would post things back and like, one particular principal said, we need to get our school spirit up. It's just been so low because of the pandemic. Who has ideas on, and he was asking the world basically to tell him how to raise school spirit in his school. And I wrote him back and I said, ask your students. That's all I said. The same thing goes as you begin to get back to school and these other ideas do come up. Faculties are trying to put together another initiative to make things better for students and parents and the community. But please don't forget to ask the students. They can come up with the best anti-bullying programs you'll ever know. Ask them how to raise school spirit. Ask them how to slow down behavior issues. Ask them how to increase club attendance or sports attendance or get more people to try out for sports ask them they have the ideas and when we do that we give them the purpose i'm talking about that raises their self-esteem raises their confidence and like the senior in high school said it gives them hope in the words of elliot connie let's be hope dealers this fall And as we do this, we're probably going to get a lot more help from students. We might get the behaviors we want. We might get the enthusiasm we want. And that's priceless because, you see, all we had to do was ask. May you have a fantastic fall semester. May the Solution Force always be with you. One more thing before I leave you all today, wanted to remind you that the SF Connection is back in business. We'll be having our next SF Connection on August the 11th, that's next Wednesday, at 12 p.m. Central Time. Topic is going to be five ways to get teachers involved in using the solution-focused approach in school. In addition to that, the Monday Ideas will be starting up again at the end of August for that in your mailbox. And if you are not getting the Monday Ideas or invitations to the SF Connection, go to solutionfocusedschool.com and you will see a button to push where you can get all of this information on a regular basis. 
And one more thing that I'm so, so excited about is the 2021 Solution Focus School Conference that's going to be happening October 29th and 30th. I have actually got it together to where you will earn 19 CEUs in two days. Really? Well, actually, not all 19, maybe 16. And then you get an extra three hours in November where you can put all of the ideas you learn from the conference together. I'm going to give that to you free and work with everyone who signs up for it after the conference so we could put together what we learned. And the conference is all about what you said you wanted. I did a focus group at the end of a SF connection in the spring and said to the, to the group, so if there was a conference that you couldn't wait to attend, what would it be like? You probably recognize that question, right? And I got answers such as, well, it's great to get information, but we need to know how to do it. So everyone that I chose who submitted an abstract, including some th people that I personally chose, will be presenting things to you and practicing it with you right then online. So how's that? I listen, I really do, to what you say you want and give you what you want. So go to solutionfocusschool.com and look for the conference information. Get your school to do a PO, send it to me. All that information is there. I can't wait to see all of you there. Have a great, great semester.